Play on me, man. <laughs> uh, what's this episode 29? All right, shit, fuck. You know how we coming, man. You gotta give it to him how we give it to him, man. On the road to 100, man. Let's get it. All right, fuck it. Let's get it. Y'all, man, welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Until Further Noise podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest host of them all. Oh, gee, Hatch, man, you know what the fuck it is, man. What's up with y'all, man? Hope y'all thought looking good, feeling good, staying safe. You already know how I give it up, man. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on out there in them streets. We all know that shit by now. Uh, 2021 ain't that much different from 2020, apparently. <laughs> um, Shit, man, I want to say uh, <clears throat> shout out to everybody around the world, man. It's tapped in, join the conversation, man. I truly appreciate that shit. Uh, let's keep this shit going, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, this episode right here is dedicated to the niggas who made the Legends Football League. <laughs> it's so wrong, but it's so right. <laughs> All at the same motherfucking time, man. Yo, that football league is fucking crazy, man. If you don't know what the Legends Football League is, it's basically let, uh, lingerie uh, football. Um, I think they just have to change the name, of course. Uh, you know, for this, for this, uh, for this time, for this day and time. Um, <laughs> the funny thing about that shit, bro, they out there playing football, and I'm finna stop watching the WNBA because they them the the, the the Legends Football League uh, bitches is shitting on the WNBA bitches. <laughs> this Legends Football League shit is crazy, boy. It's scattered ass everywhere, and these bitches is bad. <laughs> like, these some good looking bitches. <laughs> They got all it's all ass everywhere, bro. I ain't gonna fake it. Shout out to the nigga that made that shit. You was a nasty, creepy nigga, but it worked out. <laughs> it fucking worked out. <laughs> um, shit, man. It's a lot of shit on the docket, man. It's a lot of shit that happened. Uh, this is the last time you guys heard from me. Uh, but I want to start the podcast off, man. I want to start the podcast off with something I watched. Um, since uh, since over the past week. I uh, was a Tiger Woods doc, man. Tiger Woods doc is on HBO Max, man. I, you know, man. And uh, and then watching this, and then watching this, and this doc, man. I had the wrong, I had the wrong idea. Like when I first seen the, you know, the the, the commercial, the little trailer for the shit. Like for some reason, bro, I, I didn't get Michael Jordan's Last Dance vibes. But I was hoping, I was kind of hoping Tiger, you know, what I'm saying, had something to do with this shit. I was just kind of hoping Tiger had something to do with this shit. And I was also oh wrong. This shit was so. This shit was kind of fucked up on the low. I ain't gonna fake it. Um, but the main thing I took away from this Tiger Woods documentary, man, that, that really stood out to me, um, and that's the pressure of, of, a, of a nigga trying to please white folks, man. <laughs> like that's what really stood out to me. Like growing up, I always had this thing against Tiger Woods because I always felt the way about niggas who uh, played golf. I always felt like niggas who played golf felt they was better than regular niggas. It's kind of like niggas who play chess. Like I know niggas who play chess. Who just think they bad at niggas. And they be some of the dumbest niggas I know. Because they play chess, they think they just be out there, thinking outside the box all the time and shit. When they just coming up with the wrong fucking solutions every fucking trip. <laughs> um, but that's how I felt about golf. You know, so I have played golf before. I was a bit younger, of course. Um, but I have played golf before. Um, as I'm getting older, I do understand it's one of those things that if you, you know, if you got a made life, if you set. You know what I'm saying? If you're wealthy or if you got you got enough uh enough money in the bank to be comfortable, um, I can see how golf is is something that that men um go to just because it helps you spend your day, spend time out your day. And I can see that that's the environment that niggas is in. Um besides that, I don't think golf is for me. That's just how I always felt about golf. Um, I felt it was a white man's sport. Um so I always felt nigga uh, Tiger Woods was a nigga, a nigga that said he was cobbling Asian. Anyway, a nigga who wasn't really trying to truly identify with his African-American culture, I always felt he was just trying to please white folks. But when you watch the movie, man, the shit is, I mean, when you watch the documentary, the shit is kind of crazy. Like, niggas, nigga, nigga was, he was up there killing shit. He was up there, I'm talking, tearing the course up. <laughs> that nigga was tearing all 18 holes up. Air trip, air motherfucking trip. Tiger was the best thing that ever happened. Bro, when you really think about it, bro, he didn't do shit wrong. Like when you really when you really think about how the how the media flipped on Tiger, how everybody flipped on Tiger, like it was fucking all Tiger did was get some extra pussy. Like he did some normal nigga shit. Like is it wrong? Yes, but is it wrong to the point where the, where everybody should have been killing that nigga the way should have been killing him? Hell no. 
And like it, it brings me back to when I say, you know, it's in the pressure of, of trying to please white folks. It brings me back to the press conference that Tiger Woods had. You know what I'm saying? Once all this shit came up, that he was cheating on his wife and all that shit. Once the scandal actually broke, he had a press conference and shit. And the nigga got up there and he read basically some shit from his agent. You know what I'm saying? Trying to like, he's apologizing <clears throat> for the shit he did. And, and in my mind, I'm like, bro, why didn't this nigga just say, yo, this is a personal matter? <laughs> like, like, why didn't Tiger Woods simply just say, yo, this is a personal matter? That's all Tiger truly had to fucking do, my nigga. Like, like you, if you think about the shit Tiger Woods went through, all about just getting some extra pussy, that's nuts. <laughs> like, niggas was killing Tiger. Tiger went through a whole mental fucking, he went through a whole mental fucking downslide because of that shit. Like, that shit is nuts. Like, I, in my mind, I always hope that his, his back injuries and shit played a part of that. But the way the doc portrayed is like the shit was fucking him up from, you know what I'm saying, once the shit kicked off. And rightfully so. Everybody was in the nigga business. But when you just think about like the shit that, that he could have just easily avoided by saying, no, fuck y'all, suck my dick. This is a personal matter. We're going to handle this internally. Like Tiger really went out of his way trying to trying to like gain the, 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 his, his respect back from motherfuckers just for getting some extra ass on the side. Like, that's nuts. That's Tiger fucking Woods. If you think Tiger fucking Woods is fucking one bitch, you're nuts. Yo, nigga, it's normal. Nigga, we normal niggas don't even do that shit. <laughs> like, if, if, if a normal nigga working at Walmart got two bit got multiple bitches, what the fuck you think a nigga that's bringing in $80 million a year is doing? A nigga that's going to fucking golf courses all over the world seeing bad bitches. It's bad bitches just trying to fuck because he's Tiger. What do you mean? Like, why the fuck was everybody so surprised? Like, I get motherfuckers are trying to have that image of being a clean cut dude, but damn, niggas don't know when niggas is when when the cameras go off, niggas can be to, uh they 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 relax. Niggas like pussy. <laughs> like it ain't like Tiger had a had a fucking uh, insurance fraud. It ain't like Tiger was fucking you know what I'm saying doing coke. <laughs> it ain't like Tiger was in that bitch. You know what I'm saying. He killed somebody. He was, he, uh, it was domestic violence or something. All this nigga Tiger truly did was get some extra pussy. Man, it is crazy and it's fucked up because I hate watching docs like this because usually I like for the, the person that the documentary is about to kind of be about, you know, to have something to do with the documentary if they not fucking dead. Like, this nigga Tiger's alive and breathing. Last time I seen Tiger, shit was all good. Shit was peachy. That nigga was on the golf course with his son. They was they had the same mannerisms and shit. Shit was looking good for Tiger. Like Tiger just won a motherfucking me uh Masters not uh, like not recently. Like Tiger looking good again. So to see this doc, it's like damn. They just kind of shitting on Tiger, bringing up old shit. And they when they really bring it up to niggas that was younger, I knew he he cheated on his girl. I knew he cheated on his wife and all that. But I never really dug too much into it because I didn't really give a fuck. Because I was a kid and I was thinking, oh, he just got some pussy. That's what I thought as a kid. But now that I'm a 25-year-old grown-ass man, I'm still sitting there like, yo, all this nigga did was get some extra pussy. <laughs> You're talking about a nigga that's, that bridged the culture. <laughs> you know, this nigga, this nigga father was talking about this nigga being the next messiah. You think the next messiah is only sticking his dick in one bitch? Come on, man. Niggas ain't being realistic, man. <laughs> Niggas ain't being realistic at all. 
a normal nigga, okay, you can hold that nigga to that standard. And niggas still don't do it. I ain't trying to talk shit about my niggas. Bitches do it too. But I'm just saying. It's like, damn, if, 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 if Joe Bow on the streets is fucking random thoughts, what the fuck do you think a nigga getting 80 fucking million a year is going to do? Bitch, you better be like, he's coming home. You got kids out the deal. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that shit just came on. So this is a personal matter, bro. That shit could have been swept under the rug. And it's really fucked up because even watching the fucking um watching the documentary, how this shit even popped off. The National Enquirer is like this is some shaky shit. This is some snake ass shit. The National Enquirer, bro, this was a fucking <clears throat> this was the, the doc was a low-key smear campaign. And the only reason why I come to that conclusion is because the fucking National Enquirer was stalking that nigga. They had niggas trailing Tiger Woods, recording this nigga fucking in churches. They had niggas taking pictures of a tiger on every bitch he was fucking with. And they was bribing this nigga to get on magazine covers and shit. Like, that's nuts. Like, think about all this nigga, all the shit he went through just for getting some extra ass. Like, think about that shit. At what point in time do you become a real nigga and say, yo, bro, suck my dick. I ain't doing shit. You're not finna blackmail me into doing shit because I got some fucking extra pussy on the side. That's like the Kevin Hart situation. I all did the same shit Kevin Hart did. Like, yeah, I got I was cheating on my girl. It's a sex tape. What the fuck? Damn, I'm pissed off. Bitch, you got the audacity to try to, to blackmail me? No, bitch, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I'm Kevin fucking Hart. Bitch, you got me fucked up. My wife's not gonna leave me. And if she does, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm Kevin fucking Hart. But that's my point. It's like at some point in time, Tiger Woods should just say, yo, suck my fucking dick. I'm Tiger Woods. This nigga said he was combination and nobody giving said shit. <laughs> this nigga where he made up some shit. This nigga, I thought this nigga said he was peach cobbler at first. This nigga said he was combination, cuz. And it's like nobody, that nigga, we still claim that nigga. That's nuts. <laughs> but it's like, at what point in time do you say, suck my dick, the National Enquirer? They literally had niggas following this man, bro. Like they had, they, they straight bribed this man, blackmailed this man to get on, to straight be on their magazine cover so they can straight make money off this nigga. And he straight went through with that shit just because he ain't want to ruin his image. Man, you got me fucked. I'm Tiger Woods, bro. It, all, everything changes when you, nothing changes if you still win, my nigga. Nothing changes if you still fucking win. Like that's my only thing. It's like that nigga Tiger, bro. That, that, that's the, that's how you know, like, that's how you know, man. Sometimes niggas just get lost in the sauce, my nigga. Like, I never like at, at no point in time, bro. Am I gonna try, am I gonna lose my inner self, bro? No matter how, like I have I have big dreams with this shit, bro. I'm not losing my inner self to no shit like that, bro. Like I got morals, bro. I'm not letting nobody hold none over my head. Especially, I'm. It, it'd be different if I caught a body. If you seen me catch a body, if you got the tapes, <laughs> if you got me on sixteen different camera angles, if you got my mama ready to testify against me, I. All right, now, now we can talk. But nigga, just getting some pussy? Nigga, man, yo, suck my dick. <laughs> that's fucking, that's suck my dick, bro. <laughs> Real shit, man. Um, but I do encourage everybody to check out the documentary, man. Um, it ain't shit like the, like the Michael Jordan shit. You would think they'd give all the goats some nice shit, but this nigga, this nigga documentary kind of fucked up. They making Tiger Woods look kind of, like, he kind of crazy. Like, he just ain't shit. 
but a good golf player, like, God damn. <laughs> like, damn, I kind of fuck with him a little bit more after this because it's like, niggas, he dead in the underdog now. This kind of niggas is fucking with Tiger Woods. It's his image now all over again. They bringing up old shit in 2021, bro. This shit is nuts. <laughs> um, but moving on, man. Um, I want to talk about some shit that I, I came across the headlines yesterday, I believe. Um, it was that Jeff Bezos um, is stepping down as the Amazon CEO. Um, you know, that's, you know, the Ramey's where I want to talk about this shit on the podcast, bro. Because uh, trust me, bro, this big money talk. I ain't got the type of money to know what these, what these niggas was really doing. Um, the reason why I say that is because ever since this pandemic shit really popped off, man, if you really notice what the niggas with a lot of money is doing, these niggas, they, they stepping down. A lot of CEOs from these big uh, Fortune 500 countries, uh, companies stepped down during the pandemic. Um, you got a lot of other people just stepping down from from uh, from their companies and shit. Uh, and to see Jeff Bezos step down from a nigga who was making, I forgot what they said, but this nigga made like $80 million last year or $80 million during the pandemic or some shit like that. To see him just step down as CEO, um, of course, I had to look into it a little bit more. Um, of course, I didn't think he was just going to be on some, on some, uh, he walk away from the company type shit. Um, although he is stepping down as CEO, he is going to be like a consultant, basically. Um, I got the article right here. What does it say? Uh, um, Bezos will step down from his role as chief executive later this year and transition to the role of executive chair. Um, the company said last Tuesday, um, this is from CNN. Yeah, this is from CNN. Um, so that nigga, he basically just pulled a Jerry West, bro. That nigga just going to be a consultant. Uh, on some Magic Johnson, Rob Palenka shit, how that shit was. Uh, that nigga, he's he not gonna be in the office all the time like that. that. Nigga got too much money to be to be doing the everyday work, bro. That's that's just that's just how that shit go. Uh, that's what I see on the front line. But I, I still think it's probably some bigger things behind that. Um, but at this point, it just looked like he pulled in Jerry West, to be honest with you. Um, Jerry West, Magic Johnson type thing. Um, but it's like the rich niggas just do whatever the fuck they want. But imagine being, imagine just quitting your job right now. <laughs> I think about that shit. Nigga, I'm waiting on my check next week right now. <laughs> nigga, I'm counting that motherfucker right now. That motherfucker already spent. Imagine this nigga just being up. He's just quitting this shit in, in the most tumultuous time in, in, in human history. <laughs> Niggas is fucked up. <laughs> and that's what it is, bro. That's, that's, that's another thing with all this stock shit going on, bro. I ain't going to speak too much on shit because I don't really know. Uh, too much about it. I did say some bookmarks on some articles and shit like that to read up on it. Um, but quite frankly, man, I just didn't have the time to do so, man. Cause you, that shit, y'all gotta sit down and actually pay attention to that shit, man. Cause that shit is really important. Um, at this point in time in the world, you don't know if shit's changing, uh, or shit just a motherfucking be phased. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I want to look re- read more into that shit before I really come on here and, de- and do a deep dive with you guys about it. Uh, but the thing about those stocks, man, it's like <clears throat> at this point in time in 2021. Um, it's like you got everybody doing the stocks, the forex shit, um, and all these other, all these other, uh, you know, what I'm saying make make money. Uh, I don't want to say schemes, but just make money. Uh, ideas, these new motherfucking ways to generate money. Um, it's like when you really think about the landscape of things, it's like yeah, niggas is fucked up. Don't get it twisted. But when niggas say it's a pandemic, that shit real, bro. That shit truly is real. Like I was watching the Joe Biden podcast, and yeah, nigga, come on there and explain it. Um, I forget the nigga name. I don't want to. I, I forget the nigga name, so I don't really want to fuck up and quote him too much. Uh, but pretty much, it's like the niggas who's broke, yeah, they getting broker. But the niggas who the niggas who up, they just they just steady get they richer is getting rich because the way the, all these other ways of making money with these forexes and all these stocks and shit, that's what these motherfuckers is using to keep getting their money up. And and that's just what you see right now. That's why you see all these motherfucking companies going up. 
you had GameStop, AMC, and you had Dogecoin popping up. You got Bitcoin popping up. Like all this shit's going crazy with the Bitcoin shit. You got Elon Musk. All this nigga did, you know, since put the shit in his Twitter bio, and that shit and that shit stock went crazy. Like it's just crazy the amount of power that these niggas, that these big money niggas be having, bro. But that's what that's that's what it is at this point in time when the broke is getting when the when the poor is getting poor and the richer is getting richer. And when these niggas is already the richest niggas in the world, bro, it's the amount of power that they have in this point in time is fucking crucial. Like imagine, like just imagine the amount of power that nigga got where he can just put some shit in his Twitter bio and that determines the value of some shit. Like just look at that shit in, in this crucial time. And this in this crucial time that we have, this nigga just put some shit in his bio. Like, that's dope. I love to have that power. But it's like, damn, was I don't fuck with Kanye, but that nigga said one man should not, not have all that power. That nigga wasn't lying, bro. That's some dangerous shit. Because that shit can make a break. What if he tweet out, you know what I'm saying, a week from now, fuck Bitcoin. <laughs> what if he say that? <laughs> like, what if he truly come out 20, uh, and two weeks later and say, fuck Bitcoin? What is, what is, what is the stock going to do then? What is the value of Bitcoin going to do then? And what is that going to do to all niggas who just invested all that money into Bitcoin, who bought all that Bitcoin? Like that's in this crucial time, niggas gotta think about that shit, bro. That shit nuts. <laughs> These niggas is doing whatever the fuck they wanna do, and that, that's a lit way to live in twenty twenty one, bro. Like I said, it, it's it's a wild time, bro. The poor is getting poor, and the rich is getting fucking richer, bro. Um, shit, man. Speaking of Elon Musk, man, you know, man, <clears throat> you know, it's a lot of shit. You know, as we get older, bro. I don't know if y'all know this, bro, but it's like, well, yeah, I know, man. I talked about it on past episodes, man. I'm a movie guy. That's what the fuck I do, bro. That's what I love to do. Watching movies is one of my things, bro. I, I love to do it. I'm sorry. It's just my fact. I can watch movies all day. You give me a fine piece of cinema and some fucking uh, Lifesaver gummy sours, I'm good. And, and, and an ounce, I'm straight. I'm good. I don't need shit else, bro. We vibing. <laughs> we vibing over here. Um, but it's like... Growing up, man, it's like all the movies I was watching, it's like a lot of that shit I didn't think was ever going to be like possible or I didn't think that shit had inklings of, of coming true or, or I just thought that shit was just movie shit. But it's like, bro, in 2021, that shit not that out of all the movies. It's like they was getting that shit from somewhere. <laughs> like, them niggas was on us. Them niggas knew some shit. <laughs> them niggas knew something. That's how I feel the older I get, because a lot of those movies, bro, that shit is starting to make so much sense. We're starting to see that shit now. We're starting to see that shit in everyday life. We're starting to see that shit. Nigga, in 10 years from now, that iRobot shit going to be the norm. <laughs> it's going to be fucking walking robots for real. Delivering, handing you motherfucking me, uh, handing you motherfucking me food and shit. Your Uber Eats and shit's going to be a motherfucking robot handing you your shit. That's just how it's going to be in, in, in 10, 20 years, bro. AI is every fucking word. I got AI in my house right now. I got it. I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's like, the reason why I really bring this shit up, man, because I was just talking about Elon Musk and him bringing up the Bitcoin shit and the, power, the amount of power that he has. Um, you really got to talk about the amount of money that niggas have and what niggas do with that money. Uh, this nigga Elon Musk says his brain technology company, Neuralink, has implanted a device in the monkey's brain and he hopes to make it play games in its well in its own mind. Now, <clears throat> the the nigga in me says, "Why the fuck do you want a monkey to play games in his mind? Get the fuck out of here, bro! You're not finna sit here and tell me you're spending all this motherfucking me money 
You spending all these, you you develop you developing all this motherfucking me money for the monkey to play video games. That's what we do. That's that's, that's what you tell them niggas. That's that's what you told Congress. Because <laughs> you know when niggas is doing shit like this, I'm assuming based off the movies, they gotta run this shit by Congress. <laughs> like Congress gotta sign off on shit like this, or they gotta at least know about it. You tell them you was letting this monkey play video games, bro. The Planet of the Ape shit looked nuts, bro. I always thought the Planet of the Ape shit was a, was a symbol for black folks. <laughs> I always thought it was a symbol for black folks. This nigga Elon Musk is putting he is putting brain technology in monkeys' brains, fam. Like I I know it sounds nuts. I know you probably sitting there saying your hatch, bro. You what the fuck is you talking about, bro? You high and triple no, nigga. Open your fucking eyes, my nigga. Elon Musk, the one the, the richest nigga in the world, is 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 making animals smarter. Have you niggas seen Deep Blue? The Deep Blue Sea? Have you what happened when they made sharks smarter, my nigga? Like, think, what the fuck do niggas be doing? Why do niggas do the things they do? I was questioning this nigga when this nigga was talking about making the underground tunnel in LA. At my mind, I was like, at what point in time did niggas think this was a good idea? Why do you guys think putting an underground highway, having an underground highway going up to the speed, the speed limit was crazy. Like, the speed limit for this tunnel was like, the minimum was going to be like 80 miles per hour. Why do you guys think putting this underground in LA is a good idea? But nobody says shit. Everybody was like, ooh and ah and shit. Nobody's saying nothing about Elon Musk making a fucking warrior apes. This shit is nuts, fam. Why do white people white people? Like why this is this is a common thing of rich white people, rich white people. This nigga's gonna become Dr. Fucking Doom. <laughs> This nigga's making he's making he's making warrior apes, bro. Nobody's saying shit about this shit, bro. Like I'm scared of this shit now, bro. Like I don't understand why niggas niggas is just bored with money, fam. You gotta watch niggas like this. You just got to. <laughs> Real shit. Uh moving on, man. You know, man. You know, in this day and age, man, we always, you know. We always talk about gold diggers and bitches that come up and hit licks and shit like that. And, you know, you got you got women, you know, so you got everyday women um, looking on social media, seeing women like Lori Harvey, seeing people like Amber Rose, Black China, the list goes on. Um, and they see what they doing. They try to live that lifestyle. They want to hit that lick, too. We all know how Black China hit the lick on Rob Kardashian. We know how this shit go. We all know about the everyday woman um, who... Hits who gets hit by the by the professional athlete or the comedian or the movie star and gets pregnant. We all know how this shit go. We all know how the how the game go when uh, a motherfucker with no money gets somebody with money pregnant or they have a baby by them. We all know how this shit go. We all know that story. We all seen that movie a thousand times, um, and we all know we all identify that as you know a motherfucker hitting the lick. Like we all know the joke. We all seen the Dave Chappelle episode when that nigga got Oprah pregnant. <laughs> that nigga hit a lick. And <laughs> nigga was living laughs. And nigga, he was loving it. <laughs> so we all we, we all know what I'm talking about. Um, the reason why I really bring it up, man, is because um, at what point in time does that lick not become a lick anymore? Like we, we never we, we never really tell tell the whole truth about the story. We always just stop the story at 
when the chick meet the basketball player or the football player and get pregnant, and now she getting the child support. But we never talk about that's not the goal. <laughs> like that, that ain't the goal for all of them. That's that's the fucked up part. Let's talk about the shit that turns into all right. It wasn't a happy relationship. Now it's become an estranged relationship. Now you cheating on you. Now you dogging you the fuck out. Now you got a baby daddy that don't want you. Now niggas ain't fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Like all, all the bad shit that really goes into the story. The, 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 the Playboy Cardi shit. Take all the Playboy Cardi shit and just throw that on the bitch that had a lick, right? Imagine if Iggy Azalea wasn't who she was and she was broke and she thought she hit a lick. Is that shit truly a lick anymore? Like, was it worth it? Is, is, is what I'm really getting to. Like, is it, is it really worth it? Uh, and the reason why I bring this up, man, is because Meghan Markle, uh, we all know Meghan Markle, her and Prince Harry, you know what I'm saying? They got they got married and things like that. Um, they welcomed their baby back in 2019. Uh, the main reason why I bring this shit up, man, is because reportedly, Meghan Markle, her name, I ain't never heard no shit like this. Fam, I've never seen nothing like this, fam. Her name, the mother, her name was removed from the baby Archie's birth certificate, bro. <laughs> like, think about that shit. Her name has been removed from the birth certificate, fam. And I believe, like, if I'm not mistaken, she's the she's the first black, um, you know what I'm saying, one entrance into the royal family, uh, married to Prince Harry and things like that. I said, I don't know too much about that shit. I ain't really give a fuck about that shit. I didn't watch the royal wedding and shit like that. I don't know too much about that shit. But all I know is that she black and she got married to that nigga. And he look like Carson Wentz. <laughs> That's all I fucking know. <laughs> um, but when I seen that shit, if she don't look black to me, I don't give a fuck with nobody. So I'm looking at a picture of her right now. She still don't look black to me, bro. But she, but they say she blessed on rocking with her, bro. She had, she had motherfucking me fried chicken at the wedding, bro. So a salute to her. It's a big shout out to her, bro. Shout out to Megan Markle. <laughs> I fuck with your girl. <laughs> Um, but the main reason why I bring this up bro, is because think about the shit she's going through, bro. Just for, for being black and marrying to royalty over there. Racism is everywhere. That shit's just not in America. Um, and we all know about her, her and Prince Harry. They left the family and shit. They cut ties and shit with the family and, and moved on. He's just trying to stick by his girl and, and show support to his woman. Um, in, my, in, in our eyes, in my eyes, in my opinion, let me say. Um, and just think about the the royal family removing her name from the birth certificate, like not like like nah, you ain't give birth to this baby no more. <laughs> and like, like how can you tell a motherfucking a, a woman that like nah, you ain't give birth to this baby no more? <laughs> Whatever you thought you did, that shit you ain't do that. <laughs> that shit didn't happen no more. <laughs> like think about that shit. Like at what point in time did this not become a lick anymore? Because you would think her marrying into the royal family is probably the biggest lick of all time. That's probably the biggest fucking lick of all time to marry a bit to marry into the royal family. That's just like motherfucking me, Jay Electronica. He fucking was uh, I forget who we fucking with, but he, the chick he married, he, he fucking with her family's like the second or third richest family in the world. That's a fucking lick. But at one point in time, does this shit not become a lick? I would think by the time they remove your fucking name off the birth certificate, how disrespectful does it get? <laughs> like how much more can you tolerate? Before you have a body, bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, we have to start thinking about this shit. We always say, yeah, motherfuckers is hitting licks. But damn, at the end of the day, was it worth it? Like, is, is it worth going through the everyday stress, the everyday fight for for this shit? Come on, man. I ain't, I ain't never heard of a woman had a name being taken off a fucking birth certificate. They straight, they straight told this bitch, nah, you ain't give birth to this baby no more. 
That's crazy. <laughs> That's nuts, cuz. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> uh, moving on, man. Um, you know, man, in this podcast game, man, I try to stay up to date with a lot of other shows, man. I try to watch other shows. I'm going to try to drop my – well, not try to. What I do is I drop my episode first, then um, throughout the remainder of the week. I try to catch up on my other shows that I watch. Uh, one of the shows that I'll be watching, man, is uh, the Gilbert Arenas uh, No Chill Podcast. He has to drop some Dwayne Wade um, <laughs> a few days ago. Um, and I actually checked it out. This was a, this was something I, I knew I wasn't going to be talking about for real. He ain't either, but they was going to be talking about no one cover, so I checked it out a little bit earlier. And uh, – one thing I learned about one thing we learned about from watching that that uh, that interview is that Gilbert Arenas um, was he actually was the one who talked to Zaya Wade first, Dwayne Wade's um, son. We all knew, know who now who identifies as a, as a girl. Um, we all know I talked about that show on the podcast when that shit broke. Um, we all know the big hoopla and, and and the storm that that shit caused in the media and everybody had their opinion about that shit. But the thing that stood out to me about that is when Dwayne Wade said that Gilbert Arenas um, knew about the shit, knew that his, you know, what I'm his son wanted to do that shit before he even did. That his son was coming to Gilbert Arenas, telling Gilbert Arenas um, shit that he didn't even know um, about, you know, what I'm saying just the, the how he, how he was feeling and shit about shit like that. Um, of course, you, I didn't know that Gilbert Arenas, Dwayne Wade, um, were as close as they were. Uh, we all knew about the LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Jimmy Butler, shit like that. Uh, but the NBA is, it is a fraternity, man. There's only a few niggas that get into that league. It's like 470, 75 jobs, I believe, or 478 jobs, I believe. Um, so it's not that many niggas who can really walk this earth and say they was in the NBA. You know what I mean? So I guess it, it, it shouldn't surprise me that much. They were both two elite players. Gilbert Arenas is my second favorite player of all time behind Kobe Bryant. He's my favorite point guard of all time. Um, like I told motherfuckers before, I think if Gilbert Arenas played today's age, that nigga would be averaging 34. You know what I'm saying? The nigga was doing the shit back then. You know what I'm saying? To me, the shit, a lot of shit Damian Lillard be doing, I seen like Gilbert Arenas was doing that shit. A lot of shit a lot of these niggas is doing right now, Gilbert was doing that shit. He kind of opened the door for that shit. And Steph just kind of, Steph and these niggas just kind of like evolved that shit, you know, with social media and shit like that. But that's a different conversation, man. The main reason why I'm talking about Gilbert Arenas, Hibachi, Agent Zero is because um, <clears throat> you know, Gilbert Arenas is a motherfucker you would look at and you would think he's not a motherfucker that can help aid a motherfucker through some serious shit like that. You got to think, this is the same motherfucker that in the, it was playing the NBA throughout in the middle of the prime of his career and brought guns to the motherfucking locker room over a dice game. <laughs> you know, it's over a car game, I'm sorry. Like, this, this, this is the nigga we talking about. So you wouldn't think this nigga would be able to aid, aid and guide somebody through such a serious motherfucking thing. This is a young child going through a, a, a serious fucking time in their life thinking about changing their identification. <laughs> I don't even know how to say talk about that shit. I don't, did, I even say, did I even say that right? Their identification? Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about the ID card or nothing like that. I'm talking about the gender. <laughs> I don't want to offend no more trans people, man. They be on my ass about that shit. Oh, it's God. Damn. <laughs> um, but no, in, in serious, um, like this is this is the same dude who did that. Like Gilbert Arenas is a motherfucker. I'm pretty sure in the public eye, everybody sees as a as a like a goof, a goofball, a clown. He's always joking, he's never serious. Um, just from his, his interviews and things like that. Gilbert Arenas is always talking shit, cracking jokes. So you wouldn't think this is the motherfucker who can guide 
somebody through some shit like that to think that he was the motherfucker that gave Zaya away the confidence uh, to be who she wanted to be. Uh, that shit is crazy, bro. It does hard. It brings me back to something I always, I'm always harp on, something I really believe in, man. Um, you can learn something from anybody, bro. It ain't about the messenger, bro. It don't matter who talking to me, bro. Um, I always listen, just because they can say some shit. They can say some little shit that on accident make it stick with me, and I can apply that shit to some shit that I do in life. I've always been the type of nigga that did some shit like that. Uh, so I'll, I never really tripped about the messenger. It's all about the message, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I be. That's what I'm trying to be for a lot of motherfuckers. I know a lot of motherfuckers probably look at me uh, and probably that know me. Probably ain't trying to hear me getting no game, nothing like that, because they probably thought they older than me or we brought the same age. Or you just know how niggas be in general. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about the messenger, my nigga. It's just about the message. I ain't staring nobody wrong because a lot of shit that I'm telling y'all, I'm doing this shit myself or I did the shit before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of this shit, is, this show is for real, bro. The shit I'm saying is for real. So a lot of this shit ain't about the messenger, bro. It's all about the message. You can't get hard. You can't get caught up on who's saying the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of motherfuckers say a lot of bullshit. Everybody say bullshit. Everybody says bullshit, bro. I be sitting back. I be sitting back saying spewing bullshit all the motherfucking me time. But at, at when, when it's time to get a game, I'm giving. I'm giving the sauce. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, moving on, man. Um, you know, over the past week, man, there was a UFO sighting in LA, man. Um, this the pictures was clear as a motherfucker, bro. Um, I will say, man, in, in recent years, bro, it seems like we've been seeing a lot of motherfucking me uh, footage released from the government. Um, a lot of motherfucking me uh, sightings of UFOs and strange lights in, in, in the skies and um, across LA and things of that nature. Um, a lot of times, it should be you know they, they find out it's a hoax or they find out uh, explanation for the shit. Um, but in this particular one, they can't find a they can't find a a a, a, um, a legit theory to go with it. They they can't find a legit hoax to go with. It can't really blame it on shit. Motherfuckers is really saying this is the motherfucking UFO. Now I'm not a motherfucker who's who you know what I'm saying hop on here and say I believe in UFOs. I ain't gonna say I don't believe we the only motherfuckers in this whole motherfucking galaxy. Come on, man, <laughs> nigga, you ain't been there, so how you know? <laughs> If you, if, you can't, if you ain't been there, you can't tell me motherfuckers ain't there. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my personal opinion on the shit. But the main reason why I bring up the UFO shit, honestly, in, in all seriousness, um, is because uh, when President Trump, um, when President Donald Trump signed a 2.3 trillion coronavirus relief um, and government funding bill into law back in December, um, he began a 180-day countdown for the United States intelligence agencies to tell Congress what they know about UFOs. Uh, the director of national intelligence and the secretary of defense have a little less than six months to now provide the con congressional intelligence and armed services committees with un with an unclassified report about unidentified aerial uh, phenomena. Now, reason that shit that shit is that shit, that's important. Motherfuckers don't like, I don't see a lot of motherfuckers talking about that shit. But just to know in six months they got just to think you got some exclusive shit right. <laughs> They've been holding this shit back forever. You got to think about all shit in Area 51. You got to think about all shit on these black sites. You got to think about all the shit that they've been hiding forever, bro. The thing that's been on the need to know on some shit where they be like, if I, got, if I tell you now, I got to kill you type shit. Think about all that shit. All, all the shit that, that they, they be keeping under wraps. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. They got, they got less than six months to, to come clean on that shit. And think about it, bro, in these last couple of years, niggas has been seeing some shit that, can, that they can't explain. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
at this point in time, you got you, you seen niggas just a few months ago. What was it last year? Probably like last year, um, a year and a half ago. Niggas was talking about storming Area Fifty One. You know what I'm saying? Niggas went and did that, and a few niggas got arrested, I believe. But like, you gotta think about that. Like, niggas is getting niggas is opening their eyes. Like, what the fuck is really going on here? To the point where that nigga Trump put, put applied the pressure. Like, now nah, y'all gotta tell us what the fuck is going on. He put the he he opened the door for niggas now. Niggas is finna learn about a whole bunch of shit they ain't really want to know about, bro. Cause that shit that that UFO site in LA shit, that shit look real, fam. I ain't gonna fake it. That shit look that shit look kind of that shit look kind of crazy, and, it, and it's so fucked up. Cause in twenty in uh, twenty twenty one, bro, that shit don't even surprise you no more. I seen the shit, zoomed in on the shit. I was like, yeah, this shit look real. Hit the joint, clicked off that shit. <laughs> Like in 2021, it's not the most surprising, not the damnedest thing. <laughs> like it ain't the damn. Like I said, it's not the damnedest thing, fam. You got last year we had fucking fire tornadoes, fam. Murder hornets. It was a. It's a fucking virus that's getting dead. They just said it's a fucking another. Uh, it's new strands of this shit. They talking about this shit like this some straight tree. <laughs> they talking about COVID like it's a. It's some straight pack, dog. <laughs> they say it's a new strand of this shit. So it's like I wouldn't be surprised if, if if aliens and UFOs and shit is popping up saying what's good. I ain't surprised, fam. It's twenty twenty one. All the movies that we watch I always say in twenty twenty some shit. Twenty twenty one, twenty two. All them these years was fucked up. <laughs> the movies told us this shit. <laughs> the movies told us shit was gonna be fucked up. If niggas wasn't in space by now in the movies, it was more for me uh global global fucking genocide, bro. That's what the fuck was going on in all the fucking movies, fam. <laughs> Real shit. Uh moving on, man. Uh, do a uh, quick sports quick hitter, man. Um, it was reported that the, we all know the weekend is doing the halftime uh, Super Bowl. Um, it was reported that the weekend put up seven million dollars of his own money um, for the halftime show. You got me fucked up, first of all. As a, as a, as a, as a paid act, as a motherfucking entertainer, I'm not putting seven million dollars of, of shit up of my own money. You got me fucked up. Come on now. I found out um a few years ago that on the Super Bowl show, um, they don't even get paid for that shit. They be paying motherfucking me the NFL to perform at the at the Super Bowl halftime, bro. As a fucking performer, you got me. I'm not paying you to perform. I do understand the look, um, but the weekend is not a nigga that need the look. That's the fucking weekend. Weekend is probably one of the biggest stars in music. Period. Uh, he's he's one of the biggest pop stars. Period. So it's like, why the fuck? I, he doesn't need anything for the look. At this point in time, nigga, you should just be, be performing for the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Doing them a motherfucking me. You know what I'm saying? Doing them a favor. Nigga, it's the middle of a pandemic. Y'all ain't got no fans finna be there for real. Unless, unless they finna open up a lot of fans in that bitch. This shit gonna be a virtual performance unless I'm tripping. Unless these niggas finna break protocol. <laughs> shit, how the fuck they finna do this shit? What the fuck is this nigga finna do to where he gotta put up $7 million of his own fucking money? You got me fucked up. I ain't doing shit like if I ever was to to get a bag like that, and I'm and I'm, I'm in, I'm putting myself in his shoes. I'm not doing no shit like that. Not in this time. To where I can't get my, the, the full bang for my buck, bitch. If I'm putting up seven million dollars my own in my own money, it gotta be on some print shit, nigga. It gotta rain while I'm performing. Purple fucking rain, nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? God has to do something. If I'm putting up seven million dollars my own money. God has to make it rain while I'm performing Purple Rain. That's what the fuck happened for Prince. And I bet you my fucking, I bet you every fucking dollar I got 
Everything I own. Prince ain't putting up seven million dollars off of his own shit. So this shit better be epic weekend. I ain't gonna figure. I I ain't had no expectations of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think Muffa was gonna be able to top J Lo and Shakira up there shaking ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they was at the shaking ass, fam. Like I don't even know what the fuck the weekend gonna do. I didn't had no expectations, but now I do. Nigga, you, you this shit better be epic, my nigga. I can't even. I, I can't even. I can't even hold you to, to no lesser uh, expectation, no lesser standard. Um, that's just that's just me being fucking honest, man. Uh, moving on, man. Uh, let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets, bro. Yeah, sir. Let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets, bro. So last night, man, uh, the Brooklyn Nets took on the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, I watched that entire game before I went to the gym. I've had a late night session due to that shit, man. I'll never do that shit again. Uh, if it ain't the Lakers, bro, I'm taking my ass to the gym, bro. I'd never do that shit again. I went to the gym entirely too fucking late. Um, but uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Clippers, man, they had that game last night. And I got to talk about the Brooklyn Nets, man. Um, a lot of times I talk about other teams besides the Lakers. A lot of motherfuckers be thinking I'm hating. I'm really not. I be giving my my legit, you know what I'm saying, critique, my legit criticism on teams, um, my legit opinions and shit like that. Niggas be taking it as hate. But I always end up right at the end of the season, man. Um, but this Brooklyn Nets shit, man, I don't know if Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying, either he don't want the ball enough um, or he just – or or they don't, or Steve Nash don't know how to draw plays for him to get the ball enough. Because there's something going on with that. He don't have the ball enough in his hands and, or he just don't want the ball enough. We have to go back to the OKC days when motherfuckers were saying uh, Russell Westbrook was taking more shots than um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant should have been taking more shots. Um, then he went to Golden State. That was a world of machine, bro. At that point in time, it was just plug and play. It was just, you know what I'm saying, spot up shoot or and, and get money, ISO, do what you do. Niggas can't double team, get money. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now he's at ease in Brooklyn. Um, you're starting to see a lot of the same shit that you were seeing in OKC, bro. Um, and the reason why I say that is because last night, yeah, Kyrie Irving had hella points. Kyrie Irving was, was out there balling. You know what I'm saying? But as you go back to that game, bro, it's the same thing I be telling my niggas, bro. I be telling this nigga X all the time, like, fam, when you watching these niggas play, Kevin Durant goes at least seven, eight minutes in the fourth quarter. The last eight minutes of the game, Kevin Durant don't touch the ball for hellas, bro. It's just Kyrie shooting that bitch. And I love watching Kyrie Irving play basketball, bro. Something it's it's beautiful to see. To see a nigga yanking niggas all over the court with a crossover, then get to the lane and just finger roll that bitch off his fucking middle finger, and somehow that bitch go in every time. That shit is beautiful to see. He has the best layup package I've ever seen, ever, ever. But that's not that's not gonna win you what you. That's not that's not gonna get you to, to the ultimate goal, fam. That's not winning you the chip. You got Kevin fucking Durant on your team. Kevin should be shooting every fucking shot. Real shit. Like, we can't sit here and say, yo, he coming off the Achilles, bro. Nigga playing 50 minutes, bro. Fuck that. That went out the window. That nigga was, that nigga was scratching over 35 minutes a game. Fuck the Achilles now. That nigga got 18 months, so he's clearly fucking healthy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like, when you look at this shit, man, it's like James Harden... Ain't shooting the ball for real in the first half. He's just distributing the ball because he can do that. And my and my great and my honest opinion, James Harden is the most valuable and most important person on that team. I'm not saying he's the best. Clearly, Kevin Durant is the best player on the team. But Kevin Durant can't do the shit that James Harden does. 
can't you, you can't put the ball in Kevin Durant's hands and ask him to um, to distribute. You know what I'm saying? The way you can distribute for others the way you can uh, with James Harden. You know what I'm saying? James Harden legit makes niggas better. You know what I'm saying? You can't say that about KD. KD is a, is a score. That nigga's a, that nigga's a, he's a he's a higher hit man. He's a higher gun. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But the only reason why I say it is because at this point in time in his career, we can't keep sitting here saying, yo, other niggas is shooting the ball more. When is it? So we're going to sit back and look at Kevin Durant and say, nigga, you the guy? Nigga, you shoot the ball. You go get the ball, nigga. You're a grown-ass man now. This ain't a nigga in his third, fourth year in the league. Go get the fucking ball. Like, yeah, last night they playing the Clippers. Niggas is coming down, taking turns, is hitting shots, and it's going in. That shit is all fine and dandy in the regular season, bro. But we've all we've all been watching ball all our fucking life. That shit don't win the chip, bro. It don't. I would love to see them niggas in the finals, bro. I would love to see the Lakers versus Brooklyn so Braun can beat them niggas and the niggas can't really say ever say shit about that nigga not being the GOAT. That's what I really want to see. Just how I wanted to see them, the Lakers versus Clippers last year because I truly knew we would have beat them niggas. Like, that's the shit the niggas be wanting. But it's like, fam, I, I have to give my honest take. I can see them niggas being beat. I don't think this is going to be the roster that they finished the season with. And I think with this play style, either Steve Nash, he got to come up with something. He got to come up with something, bro. Like, yeah, Kevin Durant, he getting this. He only took 13 shots last night, fam. That's Kevin fucking Durant. 13? 13 shots for KD? Come on, bro. He's a cheat code. It, don't, it, it makes no sense. It don't matter how many points Kyrie Irving got. Nigga, it, it matters how many points Kevin Durant has. You know what I'm saying? Matter how many shots he didn't take. It's about James Harden not taking taking more shots. James Harden should be taking more shots than fucking Kyrie Irving. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just how it goes. Kyrie Irving out there shooting that bitch every chance he get. I mean, that's cool. But it's like that's cool for for the for the opponents. That's not if I'm a Nets fan, bro. I don't want to see that shit. I want to see Kevin Durant getting that bitch cooking. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to see Kyrie Irving getting this shit every once in a while. I want to see James Harden distributing that bitch to Kyrie and KD just cooking, distributing that bitch to Joe Harris in the corners. You don't want to see three niggas playing ISO ball every time. You don't want to see – that's not going to win a chip, bro. It's truly not. Not against Braun and AD and the, and the niggas we got. I'm sorry. It's not going even – even if the Clippers make it, that shit not going to work, bro. It's, it's not, not a seven-game series. It's defense wins championships, and you're going to need more – you're going to need – more of more of firepower in that. More offensive weapons, I should say. Not firepower, because the firepower is there. You're going to need more offensive weapons, bro. You're going to need other niggas to contribute to that shit. <clears throat> uh, moving on, man. Uh, let's get into music, man. Um, You know, life comes at you fast, man. The reason why I say that, man, is because, uh, you know, to watch me whip Nene uh, Salento dude, man, you know, he was charged with murder. Uh, murdering his own cousin down there in Georgia. Uh, it's like, life comes at you fast, my nigga. <laughs> like, wh- how long ago did that song come out? Like, what, five, four or five years ago? The Watch Me Whip song? That shit probably came out, what, 2014, 15, some shit like that. Uh, that was probably, what, six, seven, six years, seven, seven years, damn, six years ago, seven years ago. So it's like, damn, six years ago, fuck, 2015, that shit went by fast. But it's like, what the fuck happened? 
Imagine going from having one of the biggest songs in the fucking in the country, having one of the biggest songs in the fucking country, a viral fucking sensation song. Had all the little had all the little kids and toddlers and shit smiling and cheesing with Cheeto puffs on their face, dancing to your fucking song. <laughs> you had all this shit going for you. How the fuck are you getting charged with murder now? They like life, man, niggas. Man, niggas, niggas don't be taking advantage of the opportunities they got, man. <laughs> Nigga, that's a sad that's, that's a sad thing about life, bro. Niggas don't take advantage of the shit they be giving, man. Like it, it, life comes at you fucking. That's a sad fucking situation. Life just comes at you fast, my nigga. It, it truly is fucked up. Um, you know, I I, I don't want to dive too much into this, bro. But we got one day we gotta talk about it, bro. Did that nigga Lil Nas X still young flug, young thug whole flow? Did Lil Nas X still young young thug whole flow, bro? <laughs> like real talk. Remember when Young Thug was came out and he was really bubbling on mainstream? He was really popping off. Motherfuckers, he's gonna be the biggest star ever. And he was doing all that gay shit, like wearing dresses and all that super gay shit, talking about smoking on dicks and all that bullshit. All that super gay shit Young Thug was doing, bro. Um, and niggas, remember when Young niggas was saying like, "Yo, if a nigga just came out, he was openly gay." He'll be the biggest fucking star ever. Like I know I'm not the only niggas who heard them talks. I heard them talks. I had that same. I had that same opinion. I thought I said if a nigga come out and just be openly gay, he got some hard ass bars. That nigga probably be one of the biggest stars ever. His fan base would be too big. You know, his his audience would be his, his demographic would be way too fucking large, bro. He had the biggest demographic ever. You know what I'm saying? Uh moving on, man. I'm gonna get into Lil Uzi still in Sauce Walker Drip. We're gonna get into Lil Uzi still in Sauce Walker Drip. That's the main reason why I brought that shit up on past episodes, bro. I did not want I, when, when I talked about Sauce Walker putting that motherfucking me diamond in his fucking face. Uh, um, that shit was hard, bro. That shit was truly hard. Like I said, I wanted to come over here and hate so fucking bad, bro. Um, but I truly couldn't. I, I couldn't hate at all. That nigga put a fat ass diamond in his face. Now I wouldn't do this shit. To me, you just a walking fucking lick. Now you you a fucking target. A rapper's period of fucking walking licks. Niggas out here is hunting, hunting rappers down. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to Mo3. Niggas is hunting rappers the fuck down. Um, so just imagine what the fuck a nigga gonna do when you walking around with a motherfucking diamond in the middle of your face. Uh, knocking on wood, you know what I'm saying, for them niggas. Um, but Lil Uzi went and, went and put reportedly a $24 million pink diamond um, in the middle of his forehead. Um, do I really believe it's $24 million? I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt this. That shit was really twenty four million dollars anywhere it go. That's still a lot. It, it was a lot of fucking money. It's a pink fucking diamond. That motherfucker big as fuck. And the guy in the middle of his forehead. I'm looking at the pictures right now, man. It's it's kind of crazy because it's like that sauce walk a whole trip. <laughs> like like sauce walker just did that. Uh, let's go ahead and get to my favorite part of the podcast, man. I love that hero segment, man. Um, this week's love that hero. Um, goes out to Keenan Ivy Wayans, man. Um, Keenan Ivy Wayans, man, is is, is an inspiration, man, and motivation for for me to get on, man, and put everybody that I care about on, man, put my family on. Um, the shit that he did, man, from a creative standpoint, we all know about the In Living Color and all the stars that he put on, all the all the careers that he started out, that he helped start, that he helped birth and helped put people on the big platform, the big scene. Um, it, that's, that shit is legendary, bro. You know, to have an impact on that many people's life. Um, that shit is legendary, and that shit is that shit is something I want to do. That's 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 what I want to do in life. I want to have a large, huge impact on a lot of people's life, man, in a positive way. Um, but the main thing, just seeing him put his whole family on, 
But you always hear about the stories about niggas making it and then leaving their family behind and motherfuckers saying the people that made it acting funny and, you know, so niggas ain't shit no more. We, we all hear about those stories all the time, man. Uh, and, and for Keenan Irie Reigns, man, to put his whole family on, like, fam, his entire family is on. Like, I feel like every motherfucker me two years I hear about a new Wayne who doing some uh, some comedy shit. Just based off the shit that he did with the, with all the with all his his immediate brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? Just by starting that that huge fucking foundation of getting them putting them on, it put his whole fucking family on. Now he's fucking the third generation, the fourth generation Wayans is following the same footsteps. So that, it, just to see some shit like that, man, that shit is, is inspiring um, and truly motiv- mo- uh, motivating, man. So I want to say shout out to Keenan Ivory Wayans and get that man his flowers while he still is alive. Because, uh, like I said, man, we spend too much time um, on, focused on the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? We And we always wait till a motherfucker die to give them their flowers and talk about how, how important they was to the culture instead of making them feel important and making them feel, you know what I'm saying, rejoiced and shit like that while he's still alive, man. So, shout out to Ke- Keenan, I- Keenan Ivory Wins one more time, man. Uh, shout, I think that's all I got for you guys this week, man. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up with that, man. Everything else. I'm pretty sure something popping gonna come out tomorrow after I drop the motherfucking me podcast, man. <laughs> that should happen every motherfucking me week, man. Um, but shit, I think that's all I got for you guys this week on no bullshit. Um, you know how I give it up, man. I want to say shout out to everybody supporting the pod, man. Supporting the podcast on all platforms. I want to say shout out to everybody that's making donos to the podcast, man. The cash app is in the bio. Um, let's keep running this shit up, bro. Let's keep let's keep doing what we gotta do, man, to push the culture forward, man. Uh, make sure to subscribe, rate, review. Uh, besides that, bro, you know it's all love these ways, man. Uh, stay safe, stay sharp, stay sane. Never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. Should I holler at y'all next week, man? I'm out, man. Peace. We come from that clock that they don't make no more. They don't bitch like pop off. She takes back you made her stay at home. Baby Grizz and Mama Grizzly, but they let them gangsters home. Riding in that XRT, didn't we put them angels close? I ain't alone. Said it could have.